And we're live. <laughs> well, hello, everybody. That was rather abrupt. Yes, exactly. I think we're out of control. Oh, we are. <laughs> we're not in control anymore. Well, off, off the chains. Anyways. It's good to see everybody again. Ugh. Everybody being uh, you. Being <laughs> you? That's right. You. You. Well, you have yeah. such a big room full of people here. Yeah, so many people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nobody here. Okay. Uh, you have anything you want to talk about? Or should we just we jump should, into we it? We should have talked about this before we started. <laughs> no. We uh, don't talk about this before. We don't prepare for this. I don't know. What... I mean, there's been lots of stuff that's happened in the last there's week. Tons of stuff I could talk about. Uh, All right, let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, well, uh, first off, first uh, off, did you hear about Harry Styles wearing a dress? I did hear about that. That's Apparently, people strange. were really pissed off. <laughs> I didn't but, hear much about it. I just heard that was. Ah, yeah, they were just. It was on like some like Vogue or some magazine in a dress. <laughs> they took pictures, and you had some people getting pissed off about it. I don't, I don't but, know why people even care anymore, to be honest. It's like, they, it's like, why are you getting pissed off? Like, they already, like, that's already been done. Many times. So it's like, it's a little late for the reaction, but. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just me. No, I, I'm right there with you. There's, there's so much that they're doing right now that people are freaking out about, and I'm just going, I, can't, I, I don't care enough at all. <laughs> that's not even, like, the, the worst thing, so it's like, eh. Yeah. I mean, technically, they could do what they want. I mean, if a guy wants to wear a dress, let him wear a dress. It's like, yeah, definitely, I don't agree with the statement being made. Male masculinity. I don't care enough to even, like, warrant a click on the the He did it for the views. It could have been. I think that's exactly what he did it for. It's for the views. I don't know. For the the talking and the uh, conversations. I mean, there's there's lots of people that they do something controversial, and then they get the 15 minutes of fame. That's what I think they did it for. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It's like I so, didn't look into it very deeply. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Sad. <laughs> like, I feel so depressed. We both got such uh, such great apathy that it's like yeah, it doesn't really yeah, matter we anyway. Care so much about something that doesn't have value. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think religion has value, and that. that's uh, that's about it. That's about it, dude. Or or did you hear about Ellen Page is now Elliot Page? I did hear about that. That's you another not, one. That you may I not know who that is, her. but like, she now he yeah, she is an actress slash actor now. Yeah, I think I think when you make that transition, and I'm doing it's always too, it's always it's like, the uh, gender. Yeah, yeah. Well, so now now if official. you now if you uh, now if you you have to say Elliot Page even in past tense. Yeah, when they were originally something else. They had to, to retroactively go back and change because their the parents things. gave them the gender, and that's not the gender they identified with. I've been seeing more and more of that lately, and that's that's, that's a dangerous prospect. But I'm not going to get Netflix into went back in their um, to, um, she's on the uh, Umbrella Academy show, yeah, and they went back and, and they went that. back and changed yeah. the credits to yeah, Elliot. They did that with everything that she's been a part of, most likely. But it's like I have like you ever see um. Shoot, what's it called? Um, Inception. Mm-hmm. She's in that movie, and I have the I have the DVD version. You ain't changing that. There's no way. That's... I got you now. I like that physical media. You you get a snapshot. You of ain't ever gonna stop me from this. That's right. Anybody <laughs> born after this point will only know Elliot Page. That's dude. That's that's interesting though, because it's scary. Yo, you imagine if you like they implement a rule where like like that's really risky though. Yeah, because if you say it wrong and they implement rules and or laws, you, you can't say it. Or wrong. you can't say it wrong, otherwise you go to jail or get what, uh, ten thousand dollar fine or something. That's what they did in 
um, Canada. It's, yeah, I heard about and, that. And, you know, this this kind of stuff has been played around with all over the, the East. Yeah. Like in Britain and, and some of those places. But, yeah, for sure in Canada they started down that rabbit hole. And I know it's dangerous to talk about slippery slope, how one thing will lead to another. But yeah. at least when we're talking about legal stuff, you open the door and the rest will come. So. I don't even know. Like, I feel like it doesn't affect them, though. Really. Maybe not right now. Maybe not yet. Yeah. It's like... It's the whole argument of mandated speech. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. just so against free speech. It's like does Canada have like full free speech though? Probably, I don't think they ever had it as as much as America did. No, like, yeah. Again, I'm not a scholar of Canadian law. We didn't study Can- uh, Canada in school, right? It was mostly <laughs> not really America. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I know that was how Jordan Peterson got to the main stage. Uh, is because he was arguing against the bill that was for mandated speech of these yeah. specific pronouns and, and mm. things like that. Uh, he, he reasoned very well, and people hate him for it. Oh, um, well, yeah. But what are you going to do? neither here nor there. Hey, man. Let's get him on the podcast. That's right. Jordan Peterson. Let's go. He recently uh, he had some, some health issues, and he recently did got he back Did he get COVID? Corona? No, he did not get COVID. It was something else entirely. Okay. Um, but... Yeah, he's recently gotten back on the scene, only to find everything has sort of fallen apart without him. Hell yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah, if he wants to join the podcast, we'd, we'd have That's him. That's right. Call to action. He's a wonderful or guy. Call, well, not, not a call to action. That could be a call to action. Could be a call to action. Technically. But yeah, let's get Jordan Peterson on the podcast. Right, he's he's going to be our next guest. <laughs> yes, confirmed. Anyways. Well, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. My gosh. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's all we got for you today. One thing I'll, I'll uh, bring up, I, I definitely don't want to go full political on the podcast. Let's do it. <laughs> Not this time. Um, but I saw something that was extremely interesting. It Ooh. was another uh, of Biden's recent gaffes. You know, where he interesting. Misspeaks. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to talk about um, his sprained ankle. No, not that. I mean, Although that, that is kind of sus, but... It's that's sad. You know, if cares. he really did sprain that's, his ankle, I'm sorry yeah. for him. I think he did, but it's, it's something that comes with getting older. Um, exactly. But no, it's what he said. You know, all over the place, you got clips of him saying something that's just unintelligible, and you yeah, can't, you know, they got the sign language experts that they can't translate it because <laughs> they're making they new words in sign language. <laughs> I don't know what it is. They look lost. This one is something, and he was talking very clearly. Over once, and it's kind of scary because it's what we've been thinking all along, and he said it outright. Okay. But picture this, and I'll, I'll play it for you after the podcast to know that it's actually a real thing. Um, but it's it's a joint interview with Biden and Kamala Harris. Aye. And then they're they're talking to, uh, I think it's Stephanopoulos. Um, okay. The guy on CNN. Yeah. Uh, and he's interviewing them both, and, and Biden's sitting there talking about, you know, what goes into policy between Kamala and Biden. Like they, they talk behind the scenes yeah. and uh, they're, they're trying to, to get everything lined up and they, they talk about their options. But he outright says, you know, and if there is ever a, a moral difference, a, a moral obligation uh, difference between me and Kamala Harris, then I'll just develop some disease and step down. What? Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. What did he just say? And and sure enough, like he's he said what we've all been thinking that as soon as he gets into office, he will develop a disease and step down as president. He'll get COVID and die, and then he'll live on some island and for the rest of his it, life. It's like, and 
you can see I want to see that interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see both Kamala and Joe Biden as he's talking. Yeah. And when he says that, like about developing a disease and, and stepping yeah. down, she starts shaking her head no. Like, like don't say no, that. No, no, And then he changes the topic right afterward, and she starts shaking her head yes. Like, like good, you changed the topic. See, it's means, strange. It's interesting, though, because if he was speaking so clearly on that, that type of topic, do you think he maybe he's faking his, like, old-timer stuff? I don't think so. Not, maybe not old-timer, but whatever his issue is, maybe he's faking it. I think... Or, or he's making it look worse than what it is, because it could be a very light addition, and he's just made it look a lot worse. No, I don't think... Just by his, his body language when he's talking and when he's making these mistakes, it is of a person that is genuinely trying to find something in their head that they can't find. And that, that's usually what happens with Alzheimer's. You, you're like... Yeah. You, you just had it a second ago, and, and all it's of a gone. sudden you try and access that file, and there's nothing there. And yeah. It's like, the file's gone now, and you don't know Yeah, there up. wouldn't really be a gain really to do that other than maybe if you could ask a question that you don't want to answer but right yeah but i i think the the disparity because a lot of people are seeing that and going like well sometimes he talks and he sounds just fine i think that's the difference between him reading off of a teleprompter and him talking out of his head yeah so you was he not reading off of a teleprompter in that interview okay he he might have been or it might have been a help it might have had like did you see anything in his ear no, but you know, okay. you're not going to be able to see down in somebody's ear. <laughs> Let me look all the way down in there, <laughs> brother. There we go. We're clear. So it's like it could have been one of those situations where yeah. he, he got off of his teleprompter, or you know, they were talking too fast, and so he had to, to say something, and he went back to what they've been talking about in meetings all along. Okay, you know, he's yeah. had several blunders in the past where he referred to Kamala Harris as the president of the United States. And then had to backtrack and go, and and I will be the president, yeah. and she will be. The now vice that could president. just be a, a mistake of with her being the. Well, it could be potential vice president that, uh, and saying just president in general. Kamala yeah, has also been referred noted to, to herself. Do, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is my you know my administration, yeah. and then people look at her weird, and she dials that back to it's my administration with Joe Biden as the president. Yeah, I'm like wait a minute, wait, what are you doing? So hey, you man. can, you can yeah. tell they've talked about it in in behind the scenes. Yeah, they they know that's their plan of attack. It's just I feel sorry for Joe because he's got all this stuff in his head and it just sort of comes out sometimes. And they I gotta, like that. That's fun. And you spices sure it you've up. You've seen like sometimes he'll he'll go out to these events, you know, and they'll try and parade him around like here's here's the president. And he'll go and talk to some people, but as soon as he starts to make a blunder, they just sort of go, oh, we got to go down the way, and they sort yep. of push him. Got to get out of here. Trying to keep him from saying too many blunders. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they should have waited to talk about this until he actually became president. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I, that might have been a safer bet, but I, I don't know. It's just I think, me. <laughs> I think it needs to be talked about now. Cause yeah, but for them, it's probably not Whether or not he gets in the White House, because at this point, it's it's anybody's guess. Yeah. Uh, I, I am agreeing with the people that, you know, I think Trump ultimately won. It might have been really, really close. It could have been a landslide that was covered up, for all we know. Um, there are some troubling developments. But, yeah, if Biden does get in it, all more power to him. I think that's something that God must have ordained to happen. Yeah. Uh, or or at the political scene in, in the world yeah. right now. It, that could be, you know, it could be close to the end. The end of the earth. Well, should, have, you, have you seen the stuff going on everywhere? Outside of America? Yeah. Not really. It's... <laughs> It's I'm lazy. Interesting. It's. Um, you know, I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, we're we're like steps away from from being raptured. Dude, did you but, hear about freaking 
I'm not sure if this is true, but I've been hearing about um, North Korea executing COVID people, like who, who like that. go out and like because they can spread all that like but public executions. And I'm like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I'm not sure that's true, but well, it's not far fetched to believe that North Korea would go for that kind of idea. Right. But I, I don't know. Something similar going on in China. They were trying to round up people that had it. Apparently, China was doing really good. <laughs> what coronavirus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen they've they've started like opening things back up and doing all sorts of. Crazy but stuff. that that needs to happen everywhere, no matter what. I think so. You got to open everything back up, even if there still is a widely spread disease. They don't really yeah. have a choice anymore. It's it's that's, frustrating. Everything everything right now is frustrating. That's the problem though, because even if Biden becomes president. I think like, they're going to double down on coronavirus. They're either going to make a, a vaccine that probably isn't a vaccine, <laughs> but it's 100% proof, so you yeah. take it even if you don't have it, and, and that and that. Or, like, they can't keep people under lockdown because your your economy is going to go further down, and that won't look good for uh, Biden or Harris. Right. Well, okay. What is, you can't um, do that. That's going to look terrible. <laughs> I might have talked about this on the last, uh, last podcast, but I talk about building back better. Yeah. Yeah. I think you did, yeah. Uh, it's interesting. What what do you have to do before you can build something back? you got to destroy it, or it's got to be destroyed. Yeah, I know. But so the, like, the economy is really great right now. So they, they got to wreck it somehow, and they tried with the first wave of the, the coronavirus quarantines, and it did a number, but you know they've since gotten more lax, and the economy has gone right back up to where it was before. Yeah. But if they hit it with another couple weeks or, or months of mandated stay-at-home or, or shut-down businesses— yeah, it's going to tank so bad that it can't recover, that it'll just go down. And then, you know, yeah. once it's dead, where where do you go from there? It can't just be, you know, it can't break out the defibrillator and resuscitate it that easily. And if you yeah. have another power that's willing to step in and provide some security and, so you know, we'll say, oh, well, we'll give everybody jobs and we'll, we'll sort all this mess out, then that, that would be a shoe-in. They already have the infrastructure and the, the resources ready, so why not give it to them? Yeah. I see that power as being a globalist power, which is it's kind of it's strange to talk about. The UN? But it's not even the UN. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a bunch of countries getting together, and these are wealthy elites, not that I... You know, the elites. It is like the elite, you know, the, yeah. the shadowy. I don't think that so much, but... These are people that are very wealthy, and they sit around in a room, like this is the World Economic Forum and the like, sit around and they decide, you know, this is our plan of attack for the entire world to fall under our control, pretty much. Yeah. And there's many world leaders that are on board with this. Yeah, but then you got to think about that, though. Like, that would crumble in itself. Because you can't know. have a bunch of be- these people thinking they're the best. Eventually, somebody's going to say, who's the leader of all the leaders? Yeah. That's going to happen. And then, and then you have a bigger issue. Well, no, because if if you're looking at this through the uh, the lens of Bible prophecy, what has to happen during the tribulation? There has to be a global government, which has never happened before. There's been many yeah. powerful governments that have tried to take over the world that never succeeded. Yeah. But if there is a global power in place, someone will step up to be the leader of that, and that will be the Antichrist, and he will receive... You know, a plum from everybody. Yeah. He'll be the most liked individual. But, but I mean, you're talking about the end, and I'm thinking yeah. we're far from from any of that. We don't necessarily like, I, know I that. think I'm going to be long dead. I hope so. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going to be deep underground before. That. I really <laughs> hope we get that there? we all get a chance to to fully live our lives because you know, I 
I look forward to doing things that my parents got to do, like you know, growing up and, and developing a career and getting married and having kids. I, I look forward to all of that. But but we're gonna die. Yeah, we're gonna die right now. <laughs> but it's you know, it's interesting, and I I can't say yeah, we're you know we're in spitting distance of the rapture. But if you look at some of the stuff that's happening, like the rise of a you know, people are looking towards this world World Economic Forum stuff and the globalists and going, hey, that's a good idea. And the the teeth are already sunk in many countries. In fact, that's why I said it was it was strange that they're not showing international news right now in America. Because if you look at the other countries, almost every other major political figure is already swearing allegiance to that Build Back Better campaign, which is a retooling, not really even a retooling, it's a restatement of the, the mission creed of the World Economic Forum's Great Reset. Yeah. Which is, we're going to use coronavirus to shoehorn in all of our policies. Um. Yes. That would, if if not bring in a global government, it would set the stage for a you know an overarching, complete control of a global government. Yeah. If you look at the stuff that's going on in Israel right now, which is probably the lens that you really have to look at Bible prophecy through, um, there's been a lot of things going on uh, right now as as never before. The Jewish people have a hunger, and it's a deep hunger, to rebuild the third temple. Now, that's something that doesn't happen until the beginning of the tribulation, and I believe that all Christians are raptured right before the tribulation. But they are, they are itching, and they're, they're ready. They, they have all the implements made. That I believe they found the Ark of the Covenant. Um, they, they have the priests trained. They have the red heifer that must be sacrificed, and the blood and ashes sprinkled on the, the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, they have all the building materials and the funding and everything that they need to build a temple practically overnight. I mean, it, it could probably be built within a year yeah. or two. And um, the, the thing that has kept them from building the temple all this time, because they've been ready and, and wanting it for a while, the thing that's kept them is the uh, the Muslim mosque that sits on the Dome of the Rock. Well, they want to get rid of that? Well, put it on top. They would they would have to get rid of it, or otherwise, you know, be next in, to it. And and the Muslims have had such a, a tight control on that dome of the rock for so long that they wouldn't be willing to yeah. do that. Well, recently it's come out, and the reason that that site is holy is because of some some association with Muhammad and how yeah. he he prayed there and ascended into heaven okay. uh, as per their canon. But it's come out by. Uh, the, the history of that particular event that the uh, the mosque that's on the Dome of the Rock actually wasn't the location that he made that prayer. It was actually mm-hmm. a, a city that's closer to Mecca. Okay. Um, and so when the, the Muslim historians are actually saying this and the people are believing it, they're, they're more and more coming into a mindset where, well, the, the top of the rock or the... Uh, not the top of the rock, that's, uh, that's in New York. Uh, <laughs> the Dome of the Rock is not necessarily our holy site, so why are we fighting so hard to keep it out of the hands of the, the Jews? I think fairly, fairly soon we might see a situation where they go, well, we have our, our holy site somewhere else, so y'all guys can have the yeah. top or the Dome of the Rock back. Yeah. And then they can, can build the that. temple. I mean, it's, yeah. the, the temple doesn't have to be built for the, temp, uh, the tribulation to start, but it must be completed by the middle of the tribulation in order for the... The Antichrist, the beast, to go in and yeah, but even if the they temple. started building it next week, you have no idea. It could take more than two years for them that. Could they be. could have so many roadblocks and but things that come in the way. If, if you believe in pre-trib, which I I think it's it's pretty clear in the Bible, uh, the, just the 
the chron- chronology of events that has to take place. I believe it, it must be a pre-trib rapture. Um, just for the fact that the, the church is noted as being a hindering element to the schemes of the devil. So, so long as Christians are here and they're doing God's work and they're preaching and they're, they're, you know, they're reintroducing morals into a amoral world. So yeah. they're actually holding the forces of the devil at bay. Well, the rapture is essentially God coming back, or Jesus coming back, and he's Taking collecting his, his children. people. Yeah. He's actually removing that hindrance so these things can come to pass. That's why the tribulation gets so bad, is there is no hindering force. Yeah. But but there are there is still that, that, like, not like the wall, but it's like those people who have heard it and maybe are on the fence. Or like yeah. people who have already heard about these things, about people just vanishing. Yeah. So... That would probably change the minds, and then you got more people who basically follow God, and then yeah, you would have a lot less. But are you talking slightly. like once the rapture happens? And yeah, once yeah. everybody goes, and they're like yeah, then they weren't lying or something, stuff like that. It's it's interesting because yeah, you will have people that you know. Well, my friend said something about a rapture, and all of a sudden he's gone. Like, what's going on? I think you will have people that open their eyes. Uh, I know for certain that the tribulation is intended to be a saving of the the Jewish people. Because yeah. right now they're you know blinded just like everybody else. They they don't want to acknowledge Christ as the Messiah because they hold to it in their law that the Messiah is going to come back and he's going to you know cleanse the world and he's you know he is going to do that. That's the the true second coming when he comes back with the church after the tribulation and you know judgment is done. But they are thinking that's going to happen when they build that third temple and then. The Antichrist comes in and he performs miracles and he does these things that only the Messiah could do. Well, it turns out it's, you know, the beast and he is of a supernatural nature and he has powers powers from the devil. Yeah. And so people are seeing the powers and they think it must be God. This is our Messiah. And so they raise him up and that's when things go south. Yeah. And it's, I think it's at the, the desolation of the temple uh, or the... When the beast goes into the, the temple and, and desecrates it, that's when the Jewish people's eyes are opened, and that's when they finally realize, uh-oh, Christ was our Messiah, not this guy. Uh, but that that can't happen until all these other things come to pass. The rapture happens yeah. first, then the tribulation. Yeah, but there's also the whole idea that, you know, like, everybody, God doesn't even come back until everybody's had a chance to hear the word. Right. Now, I still think we're pretty far from that, Just just that alone. Maybe, maybe. Uh, th- that one's been, you know, the topic of many people for many years. And you've always got those date setters that go, well, you know, our projections are saying that all the people will be reached by this date. Therefore, it has to happen, you know, within a year. That's of just not, like, possible. Because, like, like, just North Korea, for example, they're, they're, like, they don't allow Christians. You know, they, they have underground churches. Mm-hmm. Not everybody in there has heard it. Right. And it's already difficult not to be there or get in there being a christian or of that belief right. so it's like that alone and then you have like all of the all these other countries even in america like not everybody's even heard all the word right so it's like i still think we're, we're well, pretty it far could, from it could, that you know, we could be another thousand years away from it i don't know, I don't know but just looking at what's going on and, and how the stage is being set right now um maybe it's like a test run yeah it, it could be <laughs> I don't know. We could nuke ourselves and start over and have another 10,000 This is the beta. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it just appears to me that things are, are finally coming together. Because if, if that temple does start getting built, then you know it's the will of God. 
Nothing happens outside of the will of God. Yeah. Uh, and if it starts getting built, that is the temple that was prophesied about that the beast goes into to defile. So it's like that right there would be proof enough. I don't think it can start being constructed until we've been raptured, though. Uh, that's at least my understanding of prophecy. I've never read um, so. Revelations before. You ought to. It's, it's weird. Bible prophecy is something that I don't think men are necessarily given to understand completely. We, we very much aren't. Um, but there are things there that are very explicitly stated that you can be looking for. That's that's all God says, is be looking, watching, and waiting. And when you see these things start to happen, then you'll know that my time is close. That's that's why I look at these things and go, hey, maybe he's close. Because more things have been fulfilled now or are close to being fulfilled than they ever have in the past. You know, people yeah, have but, said, oh, yeah, World War II must have been... The rapture time. Yeah, but it could just it be us thinking that. Yeah, and it could you know, be. I, I it hope it is because I would. I would love. I would love to to live a full life with the uh, the ease that our parents experienced and all that. It it would be wonderful, but God has an appointed time that we aren't given to know. Not even His Son knows. That's what is said. Um, Mark your calendars. It, he says it's going to happen in the twinkling of an eye, and he'll he'll come like a thief in the night. So you know, it, yeah. it, it's not necessarily going to be like oh, all this stuff is coming to a head, and then right at the, you know, the apex of it, that's when he comes back. It's just going to be, oh god, yeah. And uh, I I think that's pretty cool because you know all the stuff that I want to do in life, it's it's real fun and all, but I have no clue what he has planned for us. It's going to yeah. be good. It's going to be. I I heard it said that uh, you know God created the world. In six days, if we read that literally, and uh, Christ has had two thousand plus years of being away from us, preparing a place for us uh, for the day that He comes back to get us. Like, yeah. how much greater will that place be than Earth? Yeah, if Earth was made in six days, and that's been two thousand years. But then you got to think about like just how crazy it's going to be. Away when the rapture happens and like not for yeah. people who goes up but people who are here mm-hmm. yeah, mean, it's, it's gonna be interesting well the, and you know you're gonna once have again, like you're gonna have full-on blank. wrecks you're gonna have people going crazy yeah like people i, I mean i don't know how you'll disappear because like if you saw the movie left behind like their yeah. clothes are left behind that's we don't even know, no, I, I don't know. you don't know if that's gonna yeah, happen their clothes that. like you have no idea what's gonna happen but it's like i don't know it's like that's it's gonna like, change <laughs> everything in the world not just in one country it will i think i think though um this is just pure postulation but i think there will be so much divisiveness and hatred for the church even at that time that it will be seen as a welcome change people won't be going you know where are these people i want to know so much as i'm glad they're gone i don't care how i'm just glad they're gone because there's so much vitriol it's already brewing for yeah. religion and the church in general uh, you know, you, you can't say Christmas anymore. Uh oh, oh. Xmas. You know, they're, they're, like they're sort of you know they're changing things. Yeah. America has a predominantly Christian culture or Ju- Judeo. Yeah, and they're trying to culture. lock down for Christmas. Saying same thing for Thanksgiving. You can't have yeah. more than like five people or something. They're shutting all this. Stuff and that's down not going to happen either. So I think there's a, a shadow war on the church. There's always had always has been. That's yeah. The devil's um, war against his uh, God's people. It's because it's because like God goes against what. At least what I would say is what it's commonly taught now. Yeah. You know, like there's more than two genders, you yeah. know. Uh, you choose your gender, not your parents, you know, your, your uh, privates. <laughs> they, yeah. don't, they don't judge you. Your, your chromosomes don't 
make that decision for you. You choose <laughs> yeah. when you're two. It's like even the biology against hormone that. blockers and all this yeah. stuff. So, well, it is interesting too. Like if you start looking at you know the devil is very much against everything God. So every, anything that is you know something that God made or God ordained, the devil's trying to undermine it. Yeah, whatever it is, and I think that's why it's really important to see the. Uh, the recent shift of the the breakdown of traditional marriage is because what is a marriage between a, a man and a woman but a representation it's both symbolic and, and physical but uh, a representation of Jesus in the church it's it's been said many times throughout scripture but that is that representation of the love of a man and the love of a woman coming together and that union is actually representative of the love of Christ for the church the, the believers that's why when he's coming back, it's actually, you know, it's talked about as the wedding ceremony, essentially. It's just, yeah. He's coming to get his bride to take back to heaven. And so the whole breakdown of traditional marriage is actually the devil sitting there thumbing his nose and trying to undermine the concept of marriage, that very concept that is so essential to belief, really. Yeah. And he does that with everything that is symbolic or representative of of what Christ really wants and what God has ordained in the world. He's breaking it down. So you see that with the you know the gender stuff and yeah, it's when you start looking at it in that way, you start seeing a lot more things that you go, why why do these people who are not religious hate these things so much? I think it's because they're being moved by the devil to do things destructive to yeah you know god's authority yeah we're fucked <laughs> no i mean yeah have you ever thought about being like a pastor no i but <laughs> you could do full on sermons man. i i i wouldn't mind talking to people about it but i don't think i have the gift of teaching you could definitely do that man most of what i said has come from other pastors so i, I would be you would probably have to take some of the politics out but yeah, I would. Um, well, you can. You can I do don't that, like man. politics and, and preaching. But you could one hundred percent do that. Man. We'll do a home church. How about that? <laughs> I mean, that's what we're <laughs> that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> uh, no, nah, it's. I, I do think these things need to be talked about. It doesn't. I think preachers need to talk about them. Again, yeah, nix the politics in them, but talk about just the the spiritual war that's going on right now. I mean, I think I think most pastors talk about it generally often i would hope um, so i think the good ones do there's yeah, a lot there's, of fake pastors out there you say a lot or you say just like some i think there's a lot there might be a lot i really i mean look at all the churches I mean, that I, are doing things that are blatantly not biblical i mean now you're having like the pope and you're having other pastors from catholic churches coming out saying like um abortion is like completely fine and yeah all these and things and they're like trying to prove it 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 like, really is. <laughs> and I was like, I don't like that's kind of so like, that's I, not right. But. I would I would ask anybody that you know is su- supportive of of abortion, even if it's early abortion, you know, like in the first couple of weeks, I'd, I'd ask them about you know, well, don't you believe in the sanctity of life? If you believe everything that's in the Bible and you believe it literally, I mean, the idea is every don't person believe. has worth. I don't understand how you don't. I, I don't know. I never understood that how how you convince yourself that like you know like a. Like the womb, the fetus is not a person. Like it doesn't grow into a person. Like, right? Where did you come from? They <laughs> like would it? If you were aborted, you would never, you wouldn't be alive. So it's like, 
what's the difference? There's no difference. So why are you trying to change the minds of people like that? Well, they're they're. But I can tell you how they're doing it. They're doing it with with subtle lies, and they're well, yeah. having just enough truth in it to make people go, "Well, yeah, maybe they're." It's right. like, how do you sit there and like, okay, I know, uh, I don't. Uh, I've told you this. I've said this. I, I'm not a fan of like people who lie. Yeah. I mean, I understand you lie sometimes to protect somebody or something. White lies, you know. But lying to people's face, especially on like very heavy topics, very important things. Yeah. Like, how does that not affect you personally? Like, you're, you're, there's oh, got to be something but... going on in these people's heads. It's like, that's affecting them mentally. Because I know that would that would fuck me up. <laughs> well, some, you yeah. know, you have to realize some people are just amoral, like, or immoral, more likely, uh, that they don't care. Or, or they've done it so long that it doesn't affect them. And that's yeah, dangerous. Yeah, yeah. There are, yeah. I mean, I know that. There are people who, like, you know, lost and, emotion. And maybe or... there's some people that they literally never thought about the the moral consequences of it or they don't understand it to be a lie you yeah know, they've never had the other they, side they do rhetoric you know it's like the the person i heard it from said it so it must be true therefore i'm going to tell it to you as if it's the truth and you think it's the truth yeah but it really is just a big old bald-faced lie yeah everybody's believing everybody's copying what cnn says <laughs> that's why i don't you know, like CNN, you know CNN, you know news stations can lie yeah and they, they, it's called like, there's nothing journalism. wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. I yeah. even looked it up. Like you, you can you can say something wrong. Yeah. You can come back and correct yourself, or you could just nah. keep going with it. If you that's what they're depending doing on right who's now. doing what. So, well, you can't 100 percent trust any news stations, even yeah. the ones you like or the ones you follow. In the you, old days, yeah, yellow journalism was really popular because it was sensationalism, and that sells. Uh, today, it's more about pushing opinions. It's and, a one-sided and yeah, argument. It's just sort of. And that also sells because things that are divisive always get people, you know, they, they're they really excited about that kind of stuff. They, yeah. they want to support their side and they want to sock it to the other side. Fuck yeah. And, you know, <laughs> honestly, I think people need to calm down. Like, golly, that's, that's the problem, I think, is, is things are being drummed up so much that conflict is inevitable. Yeah, I, need to, I need to show you this, man. Okay. <laughs> you just brought something up. But yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's, it's dangerous. It's like we're being, like, I mean, they're teaching, like, violence. Or, yeah. like, if somebody doesn't agree with you, you know, you have the right to, yeah, to break to their leg. I don't know. Yeah. Do what you want. That's what they but teach. If, but if, like, their side aren't allowed to attack you or defend themselves because they're in the wrong based off right. of your ideas or your morals. Um, dude, I need, <laughs> I saw this article today about, okay, well, this isn't funny, but, uh, a Seattle social worker stabbed and killed by client while city def- defunds police. So there was a woman trying to uh, de-escalate a situation. The guy was... It says, uh, investigators, investigators say the 50-year-old formerly homeless suspect suffered from sensophilia. Uh, I can't see that word. Mm. I can't even say the word. Can you read that? Let's see. <laughs> uh, oh, schizophrenia. I can't even say that word. Yeah. Dyslexia. And he may have been upset because he believed that his social security benefits were being taken away from him. But that's... Yeah. Uh, uh, law enforcement also says he may have some mental health issues. But yeah. Well, yeah schizophrenia woman, would be a mental health This woman was stabbed and killed I'm trying to de-escalate that. a situation because they don't have... Because uh, there are... Um, because, uh, what is it, um, since the end of September, nearly 120 officers have left the Seattle Police Department by either retiring or transferring to another department. This leaves the department with only 1,200 officers deployed for contingencies. 
the lowest deployable level since 1990, according to law enforcement today. Wow. So they only got about 1,200 officers now because a lot of people are leaving or transferring. Right, and I I think that's uh, that's that's right of them to do so, but it's it's sad that they are doing all that. That's actually their plan. They want to replace the police with social workers because they feel like it's going to be a far more effective strategy, but they don't think about what if you run into somebody that's violent. They don't want to think that the people might be violent. I mean, I understand the, the girl what's trying to de-escalate the situation, and the guy was probably just crazy. <laughs> hey, probably but, was. So how do you deal with that if you're not a police yeah, officer? Yeah, you're not a police officer. What do you—I what do you, I mean, I doubt she had They They don't allow gun. social workers to have weapons I doubt she had them. a weapon on her at no. all. No, so what? So what do you, you're sending you them to the You maybe run slaughter. if you can. Yeah, that's—, that's but it's like, so how do they think that's a know. good idea? I don't know, man. That that's obviously not being talked about, but no, it's not because it's not. You want to defund the police agenda. so that everybody gets stabbed. Yeah. It, but again, it's it's dangerous. It's the stuff that they're shit, talking man. about is dangerous. Um, I I wish I wish there would be a en masse return to morality, and there's not a single way I could think of that happening without some sort of major. You want to get the truth out there and allow everybody to see it well see, i don't even think about? that would do that would, it i don't i, I really it wouldn't don't. do it but it wouldn't even happen in the first place because you'll have so many people that scoff at it and go oh look it's another crazy christian look, look yeah. at him spouting his nonsense again and the only way you could do it is with does. factual things and you couldn't i mean you could put it on the internet but it wouldn't stay up there no it wouldn't long stay enough there. for most people to see it or to believe you know, even it even if you hacked into people's phones and then you you put all the information there all the facts and the pictures and the videos and everything that you had yeah. to prove something wrong you would you'd have the media quickly coming out and going, look at this terrible thing. They they made all this stuff up, and look, they, they, our experts say that these were all Photoshop pictures and, and edited. If videos. I could, I would do it. If I knew how to hack, it's like you know, I think you'll see some people who are really desperate trying to do stuff like that, but you'll have an immediate media cover up. And there there's they have such a stranglehold on people that the people will go along with it. They'll yeah. Go, well, I don't want to believe these things to be true, and the the media is saying that they're not true, so I'll just believe what the media says. Yeah, they do that anyway. So, <laughs> if they can't suppress it, then they'll lie about it, and bingo, bingo, you. You're and then dying. things are getting worse in like the educational system. So things are just going to get worse for the next yeah. generation. And it's like these so kids growing up. They've already created a culture that will not face facts because that's how you would change people's minds for the better in the past. Yeah, you would present the facts, and they go, "You know what? I didn't know that. Thank you for bringing it up." You know, I've been revised in my way of thinking. Well, now you got this whole cancel culture and, and the, the snowflake generation with Hell safe yeah. spaces and everything. As soon as they hear something contrary to their opinion, they have a mental breakdown. They they can't handle the That's facts. Gotta, there, okay, there's got to be like mental issues. There's got to be emotional issues to yeah. pop off like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just to They're, get completely scream and attacking somebody for certain people. Well, it's like, it's training. It is train in its habit. Yeah, you know it's it's you know you can link a lot of things to to nature. <laughs> Not that I do, but mother nature you know, did this to us. What happens to a tree? Like let's say you got an oak, right? And you plant one tree out in the middle of a, a plain somewhere, and you plant one inside of a, a greenhouse, um, and then you set you know some windstorms to both of them. Okay, well the one out in the field is going to be flipping all around, and it's going to be freaking out, but it's going to start building up strength because every time that it's whipped by the wind and every time, you know, the elements really barrage it, uh, it's it's growing in such a way that it becomes stronger at the core. And so every time there's another windstorm, it doesn't bend quite as much and it's growing up and it's, it's getting bigger. And uh, 
you know, eventually it stands tall and proud and it's strong and it, it nothing can really affect it because it's just, it's been so abused and it, it's been yeah. attacked so much by nature that, you know, it's resolute and it, it won't change. It, it's just solid. Yeah. Okay, you do the same thing to the tree in the greenhouse and you send the wind and the rain, but it's hitting the outside of the greenhouse and the tree grows up just fine. It's nice and big and proud and tall. Well, take away the greenhouse and then set all those storms and the wind. It's going to topple. It's going to rip itself apart just because it was never exposed to that stuff at the beginning. Yeah. And if that's something that's true of nature, at the very base level, why isn't it something that would be true of people? That's good. I mean, people are just being taught now that, you know, it's, it's this way and everybody who says otherwise is a lie. So when you try and have a conversation, they immediately think, oh, you're just in the wrong completely. So right. like, why that, am I even going to listen to you? Like, I, you could listen, but it doesn't matter because it's all false. Right. Well, and th- that's why I dislike greatly debates, televised debates. I think they have their purpose because it's a way for people to get more talking points out of uh, out of their different sides. But nobody gets won over by debates. Yeah. I think we can all agree on that. Both sides listen to their debater, and they pretty much ignore the other debater, or they laugh off, aha, they made that, uh, they made that talking point. I think really the, the way you change somebody's mind is a one-on-one conversation where you're both respecting each other. Because it's one thing to, to yell at each other on Twitter and, and social media, because that happens a lot. I'm not calling anybody out with Me? that statement, but it's not face-to-face. As soon as you get two people face-to-face, they... they are not as vitriolic. They they're not you know they don't pull out their swords and go attack people. Yeah, it, there's automatically more of a respect, and it has to be a one on one. As soon as you imbalance that, then it becomes a you know one Mom, side is yeah. attacking the other. In fact, I had a debate. It was, it was really a, a discussion, but it turned into a debate um, a while back where I was trying to talk to one of my colleagues about something, uh, and he was very respectful in the way he was talking. But then one of uh, another one of the coworkers came out, and he supported uh, my friend's side. Yeah. So all of a sudden, it was two against one. And so I was getting tag teamed. <laughs> and I was trying to make good arguments and everything, but it's like there's no way you could keep up. And it, it soon went from a respectful. Yeah, yeah, you have to be really, topic. you have to be really like educated, like informed. You got to really yeah. do your digging and research to do stuff like that. Yeah. Well, and yeah, and I, I, I knew enough to to you know it make some counters. And such. So. Yeah, but it went from respectful conversation about our different views. I, I'm sure we would have co- went away with it with like, oh, you know, I understand their position. I don't necessarily agree with it, but they're more human to me now because I've discussed their ideas yeah. and they've really explained them. It went from that to, you know, I had to be defensive and they had to be offensive. It's okay. like they, they were the, the bigger power and they could, you know, slice and dice me. Yeah, I was trying to combat this guy's idea, and he, you know, another one would combat me from a different angle, and I'd have to switch gears. So it, it, it took the you, respect out. Of were it. they trying to change? Like, they each one of them were talking about two different subjects. Not necessarily, but doing? it was like sequencing the subjects faster. Throwing than different I shots can. on the same in the same area. Yeah, so it was like you know, I'm talking about this policy, and so okay, I'd start to counter that, and then they would they would attack. You know, okay, well, you said this. Well, what do you mean? And it's like they they take you away from what you were saying, so you have to, to combat that idea. Yeah, I mean, you can do that. You that's, just have to have. Yeah, you got to be able nothing to against change them, your mindset. But, but that was just to say that's how those things work. It has to be a one-on-one between two people that respect each other. Yeah. Uh, that It doesn't work. If you just pull one of those uh, uh, BLM, SJW uh, oh, you can. people out of a crowd and you put them up against somebody that's reasonable, it's it's not going to work necessarily that good. 
hit you with their their sign. But I think they will listen more alone than they will oh, yeah. with their people to back them up. Yeah, you feel more confident with the other people around. Yeah. So you're exposed when you're by yourself, and it makes you have to listen, even if you don't agree with it. You you listen to it, and then you have to come up with your own ideas. And if you're being fed ideas by somebody else, you can't counter it. Yeah. There's no way of going. Oh well, I uh, I don't like that. Or, like it, you know, it yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> hey man, I don't know. Wait, <laughs> I, this is just getting worse at this point. Yeah. That's why I don't think we can salvage it. Even even amongst the people that that might have the ability to do so, I I think you know. The spirit of the devil has infected too many people. Not to say that they couldn't. You've be all saved. been branded. <laughs> like I I'm think people kidding. can continue to be saved, and you were absolutely right when you said earlier that you know the only reason Christ has tarried so long in coming back, or that God has held him back for this long, is because He desires as many people as He wills to come to Him. Yeah, that is, that is really why He's waited so long. It's been two thousand years, and yeah, you know, people are thinking, well, He said He was going to come back soon, and you know, soon means like in the next couple of days and it hasn't been in 12 been hours 32 minutes and 46 seconds <laughs> see you then <laughs> but you know it's they don't get the time works differently for God for one thing but the second is he desires as many people I mean if he had come you know a hundred years after he left let's say you know God was like okay uh, son go back get your people like none of us would have been born none of our parents would have been born none, just, none of our grandparents would have been yeah. born there would have been millions upon millions, if not billions of people. But then people that's the that same are... idea, because, I mean, that's the same idea if he was to come within the next few months. Yeah. So it's like, he. that's why I say it's like, I don't know when he's coming back. Nobody knows. You don't think, okay, that's that's interesting. I never, I never talked to anybody about that. You don't think the souls that aren't birth, should I say, yet. Maybe like somebody who's supposed to be born and a thousand years from now, their name's Bobby. You think if Christ was to come within the next few years, you think they just cease to exist, or you think they pretty much would immediately go to heaven since they aren't born of sin, theoretically? Well, I okay, that's, that's an interesting that's, idea. That is something because I think I think all the aborted babies and, and unborn babies, well, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and miscarriages, I think they immediately go to heaven. They go to heaven because they don't get a choice to choose yeah, a yeah. side. Because yeah. they, they haven't yet been born, they don't, and I think that, they aren't cautious enough to, to choose a side. Yeah, I think so. it's, it's fairly safe to say that is what happens. I, I believe that's what I would say. I mean, gosh, God's love is such. If they didn't have an opportunity to, to you know, swear allegiance to God, He'll just take them already. It's like He's yeah, He's got them. Um, in terms of like people who are net, not yet been uh, have not yet been born, but if things were left alone, they would be born in the future. I don't know, because I think if, if God wills a certain number of people, or a, a, he, he knows everybody that's born. Yeah. I, I think when, you know, when the world does end, that's the end of all the people that were going to be born of that time. You know? So I think he's, there's probably weren't supposed to be any more after that point. So hmm. that's, that's interesting. That, that gets into a weird philosophical. No, no. Yeah, no like I, if he tarries, then yeah, for sure. Like a, you know, a thousand years from now, there are going to be people that are being born and being saved and that kind of stuff but at some point he'll he'll reach the full measure of what he intended to be saved and that's the point at which things happen so everybody else just goes down well i mean okay so the rapture is the not it's not the hard end to no, 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 no 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 you can but be, you can yeah you can be saved is. 
after the rapture if yeah. you're still on earth. But, yeah, yeah that's, you sure can. I, I think there will be is fewer people that do that. I think there will be a large portion of the Jews that believe after the middle of the tribulation when the desolation happens. You'll probably have a lot worse than people here, or people before then. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. That's why they I'm find out glad. what you are. They're probably going to really fuck you up. I'm very glad we're not going to be here. And see, yeah, that was the whole reason why the the rapture happens beforehand. It's like he's sparing the people that have been faithful to him this whole time from that. Yeah, he's not going to let us get ravaged by the devil, uh, because he's just like you know, come on, come on, I'll save you. And then I think yeah, you, you're going to have some some real diehard believers that come out of the tribulation because. Gosh, you would have to really believe what you believe in order to go through that and all the persecution that's going to happen. It's going to be bad. Well, yeah, that would just, that would just, that's, I would say, you know, like, if you're in the rapture and you're a newly, new Christian after everybody else has been taken away yeah. and you become a Christian, then things like that would be a test, even if you're, to see if you're willing to die for it. And, and then yeah. some people probably would. Yeah. But it'd be a way to prove whether or not, are you just pretending or are you like yeah. 100% real? That's why it's, so. I think that's part of the reason, and don't take this weird because it, it kind of sounds weird. I think that's part of the reason why you see so many of the churches in the modern era preaching on things and, and doing things that are really contrary to the Bible because they haven't had any sort of... They, proof? they haven't been attacked. Oh, proof. They, they, I think that yeah. outside pressure um, from evil... Actually, it distills your thoughts, and it actually gets to the core of the belief. Yeah. You have to come together as a congregation to weather these these attacks. Well, we've had it so easy and so good for so long that there really hasn't been any need, and so they can continue to you know, they can preach these feel good sermons or, or prosperity theology. You know, God wants you to have all good things in the world right now. You know, they can continue to preach these things that aren't really factual or definitely aren't biblical. And people go along with it, but yeah, it's like they're they're baseless. They're they're worthless sermons, and nah, they might help. Maybe what what kind of stuff are you talking about that they teach? Okay, well, let's take uh, prosperity theology for example, because that one's quick at mind. Uh, do you have any idea what they preach? No, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> I'm uneducated. Uh, their whole shtick is like once you get to be a Christian. God God is going to shower with you with everything good. So you do good things, and God's going to repay you back good for good. And, you know, he desires you to have the best best things in life. And There's my ring there, folks. Yeah, that's, fine. Uh, he, that's he what wants they you believe? to have the big car, and they want you, he wants you to have lots of money and uh, big families and all that. It's like that's what I they agree teach? with the initial point that God wants good things for you. But, they, but they you're not meant it. to have everything right. you want in life, God, nor will that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, they're talking more about physical prosperity. Yeah, and riches I definitely of, disagree riches with that. Riches of this world instead of yeah. the next. And I think if you're focusing on that, you got it all wrong. You, yeah. You're supposed to build yeah. up treasures in heaven where the thieves yeah. do not steal and rust does not decay. But they're thinking, well, if I do something good, I, I better be... Uh, you know, I better be repaid for it. And if I don't get repaid for it, then, you know, I must not have done something good enough to, to catch God's attention. That gets in the it's idea of, like, out. people doing good things for for, for reward yeah. instead of just doing it yeah. out of, like, like, the goodness of your heart. There's a little bit of that in the Bible. You know, like, you're supposed to build up your treasures in heaven. But it's it's definitely not about uh, physical gratification. It's yeah. not like, I do a good thing now, God gives me a good thing later. Uh, yeah. 
But yeah, it's more on you know. You're, it's in a sky realm sky side quest, people. Yeah, it's, you don't get that rare meat. <laughs> yeah, you or don't something. get all that gold. That's not how this works. But, but. yeah, and it's like it's it's gone crazy too. Because guys, I remember hearing about a lady uh, that you know she heard one of those prosperity theology uh, sermons and it really moved her, and so she sold her house and everything she owned and and gave it to the church with the expectation that that sizable donation would earn her some more. It's almost like capital, you know. She's yeah. going to get a return on investment in in this world, and so she would have you know more wealth and everything. It's like, no, that that is not how it works. Yeah. First off, if you give a gift to the church, you must do so out of the you know the goodness of your heart. It's something that you're led to give, but and you're not supposed to give out of your excess. But still, it's like that that has no biblical basis. I don't. Yeah. Or a very That's, tenuous one, because yes, it, it says God desires good things for you, but they're misinterpreting it as He desires physically good things for you. Because look at all of the the apostles, right? They were you look at them; they were the core of the church at the time. They were the church. Yeah, uh, they were probably the most hardcore believers you had out there because they personally witnessed all the acts of Christ, and they had the Spirit in the full measure. Uh, let's look at all of the good things God gave them in terms of physical prosperity. Uh, not any of them had a penny to their name. They, they really they have all houses. Died, right? Yeah. <laughs> they were all killed because of their faith. You know, there's there's a, a a thing. So for people, there's three main things that motivate people to do things. So it can it can cause them to do things that they wouldn't normally do, but it's a motivation. Money, success, women. That's pretty much it. It's it's money, power. Well, I guess lust. But... And and yeah, lust or sex. Yeah. It's like those are the three. Okay, so if you apply that to the apostles, why why did they die in in their statements? Right. So it's like okay, they they're professing this stuff. I, I bet they were swamped in women. Uh, no, no, not really. <laughs> no, not. Uh, they wanted it for power, obviously. Well, no, the things that they were teaching were so divisive especially to the Jewish community, that they were ultimately killed for it. So it's like they weren't being given great power. Yeah. Uh, and then as far as money, yeah, they all died penniless. Yeah. So uh, They didn't really have... They didn't have any, much. any worldly motivation to preach the things that they preached. So then you have to wonder, where did their motivation come from? And it must have been Christ, Just, yeah. the Spirit, and the things that they saw, which they believed to be real, and that yeah. they were real. It's like you don't get martyred for something you don't believe. You, you know, if, if you created a lie and you carried it all the way up and then finally said, somebody said, okay, well, I'm going to kill you if you don't, you know, flop on your story. I think you're going to flop. Yeah. But those guys didn't. They carried yeah. it all the way to the grave. Yeah. That's good inspiration to be, be like them. Yeah, well, it's like and people don't. But. People don't like that. They like to, the prosperity. They like to be comfortable, and they like to, you know, oh, I can be a yeah. servant of God and have all the good stuff. Some people are, are willed to do so, but I, I'm telling you, all of the people that you can look at the way you can really say those must have been Christians, they often didn't have much of anything. They, they were persecuted in measures that we wouldn't have thought possible. And, you know, they ended up either being killed toward or they died, you know, impoverished but the work that they did provided them a wealth in heaven yeah it's like hey they weren't living for this world but they had such a love for people they had a, a love for lost souls that couldn't be quenched uh, you know it, it's interesting it's interesting yeah. 
You got to look to them. If, if you want an example, look to them and not to the, the Joel Olsteins and some of these mega <laughs> Joel Olsteins? Who, who's he, looking at him? He's a prosperity uh, <laughs> preacher. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's get him on the podcast. He's welcome. I'd love to talk to him just to see what his, uh, his ideas are. But That's what we need. We need to get like a pastor or somebody on there. Yeah. I'd, I'd be down. I'd love to, <laughs> to sit down and talk there to somebody go. about it. That's what we do. Uh, we should probably call it quits. Probably should. Um, We've given these people enough things to, to think about. That was your weekly um, My message. sermon <laughs> message from oh, no. Dr. David oh, no. uh, Robinson. I ain't no doctor. <laughs> Or pastor, I'm telling you, dude. I, no, I, you really I not, could. I think I you could. Not. You're a good speaker. You got the voice for it. You're, you seem well, motivating when you get into a topic. Like you really could. You could I would. Off. I would more soon argue for people to go to the Bible and read for themselves than to hear me talk about it because well, that's yeah. really where you're going to find your truth. Well, yeah. If but. if me talking leads people to go look for it themselves, then sure, I would talk. Yeah. About if you're it. listening to this and you haven't. I mean, test it out the waters. Go read a Bible. Yeah, yeah you ought to. It, you don't gotta, just reading the I mean, Bible you do, will you not. You don't gotta believe it. You you could throw it away. You could do what you want, but right. I mean, it, give it a try. It's nothing. No harm in it. Give it a chance, but but beyond that, actually read it as if it's real. Because today, you know, so many people just think of the Bible as a, a collection of stories. You know, and oh, they're good. You know, Great sounding moral stories, and you know you just live by the morals, and everything's good. Now you gotta you gotta look a little deeper than that. Um, I even go so far as to pray, you know, that you get some revelation out of it, because the Bible is an incredibly deep document. Uh, if you believe that it's the Word of God, which it is, <laughs> that's that's not a question. Um, and then you really analyze it in such a way that, that you believe that that there is wisdom in there. That will absolutely change your life. Yeah. That's beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta believe it and you gotta look for it. So you know, to hide that word in your heart and it will it'll serve you well. It really will. Yeah. You you definitely gotta put effort into it. It doesn't just come naturally. Yeah. Oh shoot. Or just come freely. Yeah. I mean just the, the whole aspect of reading the Bible, which you know, I'm I'm not the best about reading all the time. I'll pick it yeah. up for a while and I'll drop it, but I'm, I'm constantly reminded, how did Christ combat the devil's temptations when he was in the desert for 40 quoted days? Scripture. He quoted scripture. The scripture is incredibly powerful. Yeah. And, and to, you know, to hide it in your heart as it is commanded for us to do, I think by doing so we're actually strengthened because we have ammunition to fight off these temptations. Um, and in so doing, the Spirit has time to strengthen us in the faith. Which can only be good. <laughs> yeah, we need stronger faith. We need better men and better women and people that are that are willing to adopt God's morals or be changed by the Spirit into little examples of Christ. Yeah, uh, that's really what we need. I'm not sure if it's going to happen, but it's what we need. Yeah, this is pretty much becoming your podcast at this point. No, this is, I'm just on the side. We'll do now. all politics next time. It's not. <laughs> I'm doing old politics. Uh, I, I don't like politics, but we'll talk about it. We've really done <laughs> One politics. Of these days. We'll do something. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, yeah. Um, we're not a, a what? What would you say? A religious-based podcast? Not necessarily, but we talk about. But we we do lot. talk about religious ideas, just like we talk about 
every single other thing that comes to mind. I think it's important. Some people, some people, I mean, so. the, of the few that tune into our podcast, maybe there's somebody out there that hasn't heard any of this stuff. Yeah. Or that, you know, they've maybe, just been Maybe we're inspiring you it. to pick up the book or just look into something. I don't know. Man, it got to. Or, you know, if, if you have any it, questions there, about it. There's no harm, no foul. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you, I guess technically you could shoot questions on like, we don't, we don't give out our private. No, not necessarily. But, but you, we, could, we, we have a, we have a Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, MSG underscore podcast on Twitter. So, yeah, technically you could ask questions if you wanted. And if we don't know the answer, we'll yeah, find we don't out know, the answer. Yeah, we don't know the answer. We'll, we'll do our best to answer your questions. But Yeah, I'm very stupid. David is a smarter no, one here. No, I'm not. You I'm, really are. I am not. <laughs> if anything good came out of my mouth in the last hour, uh, it was Every single not. episode, I could go through every episode and find something good you said. Maybe I can find one multiple thing out of the whole no, thing. That's, I can find multiple things. I'm I'm a mess when it comes to my mind. Like we can start quoting what things you say. <laughs> put them on shirts. Put them on shirts. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> that's a David quotable. Get a sticker and put it on the back of your bumper. There you go. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. But wing. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, let's call it quits. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, if you want to, you follow us on Twitter, MSG underscore podcast. Yeah, give us a, a, a like. Um. Yeah, give us a like, a follow. We, I don't, I mean, <laughs> Whatever I, they are. I don't really talk on Twitter, but I, I do. I usually post the episodes. So, but yeah. yeah. If you have, I guess, any questions about things we said or comments or yeah, just shoot them to us or uh, uh, criticism. Yes, yeah, constructive we, criticism. Constructive is the key word there. Let's, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, there's lots of angry criticism. Yeah, let's in the see. World, let's but. see that because I've already got a few constructive criticisms that really weren't constructive at all they were just pissed off people <laughs> we can always get better that's really the the thing that yeah we, we that's can, the goal know, we can be adapt yeah in a good way david any last words for us but wing <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the last word that, that is the last word all right um uh, thanks for listening yeah, um I'm glad we could talk at you yeah i'm um if you're new, thanks. If yeah. you're uh, if you're old, thanks. Consistent ep- episode listener person. And you're the a bewinger. A bewinger. Oh, that's hey, a good go. name. Mm. That's a good name. I don't know well, how you would do spell bewinger, but <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll write it. That's down. what we'll do. do. That's a good idea. Yeah, Welcome back to MSU podcast, bewingers. There you go. I like it. We gotta write that down. We gotta Let's get go. a whiteboard here. I don't like. I'll it. get one. I'll get one <laughs> after after Christmas. After okay. all my money is gone. But yeah. Um, Yeah, uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Peace. See ya.